another song? Get ready. I'm going to make this a night to remember. No, you don't know. That's all right. It's Shalimar. <laughs> I'm not going to do you like Homer. Homer definitely wouldn't know it, but nope. I thought you might have a chance. Anyway, I'm gonna, you got to make this a summer to remember, you guys. Don't give him that constant joint pain. Take control. Take back the quality of your life today with help from QC Kinetics. It's your boy T. Smith here, and I'm going to tell you, like I always do, QC Kinetics is helping people every day here in Milwaukee and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatment as we have a fire alert. Is this real? Or do I get an ID? I'm going to finish this no read. Idea. All right. Oh, man. As I said, here in Milwaukee, they're helping people and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrate them right there in the area that you're having that agonizing pain. Ah, so it feels so good. This incredible non-invasive approach, that's right, non-invasive, helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in your knees, your hips, your shoulders, or back, wherever you have it. There's no invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and there's no downtime. It's awesome, guys. Believe me. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun, making memories, playing some golf, doing some hiking, if you like that. Just enjoying the outdoors in general. Take control now and start living pain-free again. Call now for your free consultation with QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. 414-285-3474. That's 414-285-3474. QC Kinetics. 414-285-3474. Well, I don't think we're getting kicked out. The fire alarm went off, but I think we're good. Welcome back to Homer. Tony, your cousin sub of the day. Dario Melendez filling in today and tomorrow with Homer on assignments. Got a couple other days this month as well. Um, we wanted to piggyback off what the morning show did Homer's this morning. Got some, uh, he's taking load management. He needs to rest his July. rest his mouth. There's a lot of yapping. <laughs> rest his bones. Yeah, he's got he's got to store up some more made up stuff. So the uh, morning show. Just don't tell my wife I said this. Had a really good conversation about. Are the Brewers a good or are they a bad team? Because a lot of people think the Reds are a good team, even though I'm I'm still kind of on the fence about the Reds. The Reds have a lot of young players. They have a really bad starting staff. They've been hot for about a month. I don't see them maintaining that. I I just can't see them playing at this level the rest of the season for another two and a half months. Right. So what's what's the position? So I, I know, like in basketball, I know like. You know, you know if you're a good team, right? You, you get, you know if you're going to be there, right? So you're not really. It's kind of like the Knicks. You're not beating yourself you, up to try to get you, the number one seed. You don't need the number one seed. You just want to get into position to get into the playoffs, correct? And then you know you want to be trending, playing well, starting. You know, let's just say for the for uh, baseball it's March. September. For okay, baseball, so that's September. September. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, it, Brian. So Braun, you got a long ways. Yeah. Brian Braun, you say it all the time. Coaches say it all the time. The best teams make the postseason. The hottest team wins it all. Okay. We see that all the time. There have been very few number one seeds in baseball, top teams that have won the World Series. Uh, These so hot teams. Get hot. It's kind of like what the Heat did. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of like what the Panthers did in the NHL. They, they were both two of the worst regular season teams, and they made it all the way to their yeah, respective I it, championships. I don't know if it's the same in baseball, but I mean, the the thing with the NBA, it's hard to stay hot that long. I mean, the Heat almost did it, but they just ran out of juice. I mean, they were playing at a high level for a long time. They just couldn't sustain it. Yeah, and we saw again that eighteen Brewers team was uh, as hot as any baseball team can be in one month in September. They were scorching, right? And then they just started to fizzle a little bit, especially when they ran into the Dodgers. Even though they took them to seven games, yep. their weaknesses started to show, and they fizzled out. 
But Tony, you brought up a really good point. And again, 800-990-3776, 800-990-3776, our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line. If you want to get on the conversation and if you feel like the Brewers are a good team, but I also want to know what pieces you feel like need to be added because Tony brought up a great, 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 great question. What does this Brewers team need to add if you want to be a legitimate, not like a, uh, yeah, they have a chance, but, you know, a legitimate World Series contender? Yeah. Playoffs, the Brewers are now at a point where they're fringe perennial playoff team. Okay. I mean, they've been they're to the fringe playoffs. playoff. So you, you think they only need two pieces to get them to legit contender status? Yes. That's not a lot. That's not, that seemed like a I, big. I think, look. Three, maybe four would put them over the top. Two, I think, would get them into contending. Two gets them there. Four makes it really, really. Pebble, what about about you? How many positions do you think? Because I'll I'll tell you what I think in just a second. If if they get these guys back that have been hurt, like Brandon Woodruff, so their pitching's pretty much solidified. Bullpen's pretty much solidified. Hitting's where it's at because they pretty much have only, I think, at least three above-average hitters, I think, in that lineup. Christian Yelich is having... A close yeah, to MVP rough. season as he can be from you know coming off an MVP season. Homer looks at his OPS plus all the time, so he's killing it in that way. But they just need some hitting big time. I mean, Willie Adams is hitting what well, he wasn't under two hundred. I'm not sure he's hitting now, but he's your starting shortstop. He's hitting under two hundred. They've had a rotating uh, uh, spot at second base. Luis Rios got sent to the minors. They brought back up Terang, who started the season at second base. They put him down into the minors because he couldn't hit. Uh, they've had issues at first base, so they definitely need some hitting. So how hard is it to find a hitter? Depends what you need to, what you it, want to it, give up. So they've changed their philosophy. The past couple of years, they've been home run or bust, three point or bust. Who's been home run or bust? The, the Brewers. Oh, what is what they're looking so for? So it looked like in the beginning of the year with all these young players, they just wanted contact, and they had a lot of. They're fast, Tony. This is the fastest Brewers team I've right seen now? right now. Like they get on base, start went Yelly. It's instant pressure. Terang, Weimer, Yelly. Uh, Adamas is pretty quick. I mean, Brian Anderson, the, one of the new guys, has some wheels. Owen Miller, the the Fredonia native, has wheels. Like this team, the, what they were doing at the beginning of the year, which made them successful, was bat on ball, make the defense mess up, get on base, and, and then run, run, yeah. run, run. For me, it's first base and right field because first base Rowdy Telez is lost right now, and in right field, <laughs> he lost at first he, base. He's just, he, he, He's good defensively. Oh, step on the bag and he, stretch out. He's lost at the plate. He's lost. Oh, he just okay. he can't hit right now. Um, I, I think Willie Adamas, the shortstop, has had a down year. You're not going to replace him. Uh, Brian Anderson at third base has been spectacular. You can have a rotating door at second. It's not one of those like massively important positions. I think Terang and Owen Miller could platoon that. Joey Weimer, a young guy, a rookie in center field, has been more than serviceable. Yelich is back mm-hmm. to all-star form. Right field has kind of been a hodgepodge. Like you don't really have anybody there, and then first base is the same thing when you when you're talking about batting. A guy like Cody Bellinger, who was an All Star a couple of years ago, left the Dodgers. He's now with the Cubs. Cubs stink. Yeah. So they're going to be trading. He'd be great in the outfield. How much is he going to cheap? How much? Oh, cheap. you get him cheap. He's a one year deal, so it's a rental player. Okay. The problem is, would the Cubs trade him to the Brewers? Probably not. That's the that's the question. Another guy that a former Brewer that you might want to kick the tires on to play first base. It's a little out of position for him. But Yasmani Grandal, he was their catcher three four years ago. Sensational year, turned it into a massive contract with the White Sox. That contract is now in its final year. 
He's older. He's 34 now. Put him at first base. Let him hit. I mean, there's some players out there that could really be nice little plug-and-place guys, but first base and outfield, right field especially, are the two things that I, if the Brewers can address, I think gives them a real shot. You might want another bullpen arm. So what Pebble brought up is a good point. You're going to get the starting staff healthy again, right? right. Remember we talked about Brandon yep. Woodruff, Aaron Ashby. So that means the guys that were in the starting staff now go to the bullpen. So your bullpen's being reinforced because guys are coming back into the starting lineup. Kind of like a bench, right? But you need more, you said. Josh Hader signed a pretty friendly deal with the Padres. You're going to bring Hader back? Pebble, what do you think about that? I mean, there's been some... Look, the Padres stink. They're about to tear it down. Yeah, I they're could, terrible. But I just, I just wonder if they can bring him back with everything that what happened say, put, previously. You should put that up. You know what? Do you yeah. think they should bring... Brewer should bring Hader back. The biggest... Here's the, the biggest issue or with that. He, are you saying he wouldn't want to come back? I'm saying I'm saying he wouldn't want to come back because of everything that happened previously. Oh, I, I yeah. Think, so I'm saying so you're saying yeah. it's on his end. He wouldn't want to come yeah. back. I don't. I don't. First off, I don't think he has a choice. He doesn't have. He a doesn't have a choice. No, but right. but I also think Hater doesn't have any ill will toward the Brewers. He still has a ton of friends on this team, and if there's one thing that cures all of that, it's winning. When you look plus two, when you look at guys. Now, obviously, you look at stats and how they're playing and everything, and where they fit in. But also fit in in the clubhouse as well because you don't want to disrupt That's, that harmony mm-hmm. as well. That's a great point. Have you ever dealt with that where you guys are at the trade deadline, you bring a piece in, and they don't fit in the club or the locker room? Uh, not a lot. Name names, not a, but. yeah, not a lot. But obviously, there's sometimes guys come in and it's like, ah, yeah, just doesn't feel right. But I mean, how how disruptive is it? I don't know. It, it depends. It really depends on the leaders on your team. That's that's they don't let guys get disruptive. Yeah. The the culture, you know, if you have the right culture, and I don't know uh, what the Brewers' culture is around there. If it's strong enough that they can they can handle some malcontents and some guys coming in, then they're going to be fine. But if it's not, that's a good point. It's not strong enough. I don't know who's like who's like who's like the uh, the enforcers really, over there. Yeah, they don't really have that. Like, but probably because they don't need it right now. Yeah, they, I'm just I'm trying to go through. Uh, so the, I'm trying to go through the way they're separated in, in the clubhouse. Um, like when you first walk in, it's like the Latin guys, Peralta, uh, Contreras, Adamas, uh, Urias, and then it kind of curves around to some of the bullpen arms, pitchers on the back wall. They don't really have like a a, a massive. You're gonna do this voice, right? They don't have. Uh, uh, a Giannis. I mean, I think a Giannis, when people when he speaks, people listen. Mm-hmm. Yelich, because Yelich would be that guy. He's not that guy, though. You know what I mean? He's not. He's, yeah, he's a, just trying to get back into form. So, and he's done a good job, but he's more mm-hmm. of a do as I do, not as I say. Right. Right. Not the vocal leader, just to For lead sure. by example. Huh. But they did say last year when Hater was traded, uh, and they brought Taylor Rogers in. Rogers was a little bit off. Little, little yeah. weird, yeah, yeah, and yeah. throughout the entire chemistry. Of what the about what about Williams? He's not the vocal guy. William uh, Devin Williams? Yeah. No, he's no. very quiet, very quiet, very to himself. But that's I'm I'm glad you brought him up because if you were to bring a guy like Hater in, who would be your closer? Who would be the guy getting the ball in the ninth? Would you? Well, if you if all of a sudden you make it Hater, now you got a problem. That that Williams the thing. is not what the Cause, guy because Williams Williams was the eighth inning guy when Hater was here. <laughs> Correct. So if Hater's back, now they have to flip roles. Hater's in the eighth. I one hundred and ten percent agree because Williams and Hater have near identical stats. They're both all stars. They have about the same amount of saves. I think Hater's twenty. Williams is nineteen. 
Yeah, you can't you can't bring Hater back and put Williams in the eighth. Right. Line. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That's going to destroy that chemistry. Would mess yeah, that would destroy chemistry. But definitely can you bring don't do Hater that. in. But you know what? That actually, ooh, Tony, you're on fire today. That actually might be the perfect trade. Bringing Hater in, and I'll explain why. Because it'll free Craig Council up to do something he truly wants to do. That and more next on Homer and Tony. We're the cousins of the day, Dario Melendez. 